Hi, this is Kimberly Bishop with the Bishop Law Firm. Welcome to our second podcast for our North Carolina Personal Injury Series. Um, today, I have two guests, Jack and Sam. They're going to introduce themselves, and then we're going to tell you what we're talking about. Um, I'm Jack Keener, and I'm the attorney that does the injury cases here at the, at the Bishop Law Firm. I am Samantha Moy, and I'm the paralegal that handles the injury cases here at the Bishop Law Firm as well. And today we're just going to have a conversation based on what are the best steps for an injured person to take after their injury. We're just going to have some questions and answers. So the first question we're going to talk about is after a person is injured in an accident, should you use your own health insurance to pay medical bills or should you not use your own health insurance? A lot of our clients, you know, they have to go to the emergency room. And usually when they go to the emergency room, the first thing that people do at the emergency room is ask them for their own health insurance. Is this something that an injured client should do or not do? I believe that it's 50-50. A lot of uh, patients do have their own health insurance through their employer, but it could be self-insured which means in return, self-insured could lead to a potential lien. That potential lien would have to be paid back from the settlement funds from the from the case being settled. So when you say self-insured, are you talking about like Medicare or Medicaid? Well, that could be one of them, but ERISA, if, they, if their employee is self-funded, okay. um, then they will have a, a potential ERISA lien that they will have to pay back. So one negative of giving your health insurance information is that you may actually have to pay your health insurance company back. Right, and they could also be a federal employee or state employee, and those also carry potential liens as well. So like most legal cases, it comes, it comes, the answer comes to it depends. So it'd be helpful to talk to an attorney to know um, what would be the best options for your particular case. Um, but generally, as a, as a rule, uh, you would want to submit your bills to your insurance so that you can get those bills paid and you don't have to worry with potentially having things put in collections while the months go by for your case to be resolved. So the answer is really, it depends. Yes, it depends. Welcome, welcome they, to the legal world. And if they do not have health insurance, then you will have to find a provider that will treat you on a lien basis. So do some chiropractors and physical therapists, will they treat people on a lean basis? Yes, especially if you say you've been injured in a motor vehicle accident or whatever type of injury um, that occurred because that's guaranteed money for their treatment okay. or their services rendered. So and the next question is, how soon after being in a, a car accident or being injured, how soon should a person file with the insurance company? Should they file right away? Should they wait until they get an attorney? Should they wait until they receive more medical treatment? Any insight on, on this? I think you should begin as early as possible. Um, you want to make sure that you've had initially some medical treatment because um, you may have to have a recorded statement with the insurance adjuster and so they're going to want to know where have you gone for treatment and that can help move it forward. But the, the more notice that the insurance company has, the more likely it is for you to, to get your case where it can move forward. Um, and so everybody ends up on the same page. When you wait for a while, sometimes the adjusters can get 
difficult to deal with. They get more entrenched in whatever ideas they had. Um, but again, it it depends on what what it is on what the situation is that's going on. The more serious your injuries, you may not be in a situation where you can immediately file something. In that case, you may want to have an attorney that can go ahead and do it for you. And also, if someone was injured today, they might not have, they might not feel the onset symptoms to two or three days later. So just because she was injured today, you may not feel it. It's still at least go get checked out within the first, you know, 24 to 48 hours. Um, I recommend more than an x-ray because x-ray will not pick up also anything as well. Because x-rays are just, I believe, they're just bone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people need MRIs. Right. But as, you know, as we know, you know, emergency rooms really don't offer MRIs as the first round of diagnostics for car accident victims. Exactly. That's when your health insurance comes into play. Do you or do you not use it? So what do you, a lot of, a lot of our clients don't, don't seem to understand that there's usually two different adjusters working on their case after they've been in a car accident. So one is the personal injury adjuster and the other one is the car accident damage or property damage adjuster. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference in how you deal with the two adjusters? Yes. So the bodily injury adjuster is basically what it says, bodily injury. They're going to want copies of your medical bills, your medical records, and sometimes they may even request prior records to make sure that uh, you hurt your arm, but last week you didn't have arm surgery. So they're going to look for like pre-existing conditions. Exactly. Property damage is pretty much cut and dry. It is what it is. Yeah. If you're if you do not have um, an outstanding lien on your vehicle, then they will value the vehicle based off Kelly Blue Book value and give you what it's worth. If you do have an outstanding lien, um, they will pay off to the lien holder what the value is. And anything remaining, you may be responsible for if you're upside down in your loan or if you do not have gap insurance. So going forward, talking about insurance adjusters, there are different opinions in the legal community of how to deal with insurance adjusters. I mean, some people will tell you not to talk to them at all. Some people will tell you to do full disclosure. Some people encourage clients to do recorded statements. I mean, what do you guys, what is your opinion on how to deal with the insurance adjuster? So my opinion on, on dealing with insurance adjusters depends on the type of case we're doing. If you're dealing with uh, a slip and fall case, uh, it may be more advantageous to go ahead and do or, talk to the adjuster. A lot of times, if you fall in Lowe's Home Improvement, for example, that are going to be self-insured. And it doesn't benefit you in any way to kind of drag that process out, uh, in my opinion. But as a general rule, I think it, de it depends on the, the facts of the case and whether I feel like giving that information to adjuster is actually going to benefit you in getting a claim accepted. If I don't, then I don't see any reason in talking to them. Um, we'll give them a demand later and they'll have all of the information they need in it. And then if they don't, if they don't pay the money they're supposed to, we take them to court. That's the way the process is supposed to work. Um, and I feel that oftentimes an insurance adjuster will use that as an, as an excuse to twist and 
take around the words that you said to try and get out of what otherwise should have been a claim for them to pay for. So it sounds like you need to be careful when you deal with the insurance adjuster because on, on one hand, if you don't tell them anything, they're not going to be able to approve the claim. And on the other hand, if you tell them too much or the wrong thing, they're going to use that to deny the claim. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So, well, Sam, and thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Um, and this concludes our second podcast. Stay tuned for number three. Thank you.